I have something really funny. So I have a couple of friends from work that just recently started listening to the show. So we listened to the first couple episodes and I just have one question. What, what is, what is this song exactly? He says to me, everyone what, is, what like, is like, what exactly is the song? All I heard was dog and tampon. That's all you, all you need. I was like, that's all you need. I'm like, yeah, I can't really explain it. You know, it's just like this thing that we have. It kind of comes out of us. We can't really help it. Leave the dog alone because the dog didn't do a damn thing and now you're trying to feed him your body Thou fluid. Thou shalt kill all of your hands and a dog fish a tampon out of the garbage. It ain't right to give you, but you can pretend like you will. A dog. Wow. I'm so sick of doing these kinds of episodes. I hate it. I don't want to do it. To the evidence to Carly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Straight Up Evil. My name is Jocelyn. I'm the brunette. We've got Katie. She's the redhead. Hello. And we have Carly. She's the blonde. Hiya. The CC case. Which is now going to be like a camera case at this point. Like camera cases. Kids. Camera, kids, camera, survivors, camera, survivors. Yep, I can't. What is there to even say? I don't even know. Where do we even begin? I will begin with this was a recommendation from Isaiah. Thank you, Isaiah. so much. For pissing me off again. (laughs) We are talking about Kanika Jenkins. 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins was found dead inside a latched freezer of the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel in Rosemont, Illinois, after attending a party there on September 8th, 2017. The parties. I know we like parties, people. I get it. But also, so can we not can you just not and again okay. leave you left your house you left i understand house. like you're there talking are things out there in the world but oh. like no more house leaving no more speaking to anyone no nope. more going to parties you can't even trust your friends apparently <laughs> apparently yeah. That's that is also like the special sauce of this case. I feel like yes, it's like it is everyone good, around it. I'm like, bad no, friends, like, no. Bad, like yep. a lot of bad friends. Sorry. Yep. So a little bit about Kanika. She was born in Chicago on May 27th, 1998. Her mom is Teresa. She was very close with her mother. She was very popular. She had a lot of friends, which we'll get really into later. Kanika was a very smart and responsible girl, but friends stated that she also had a goofy side. So, you know, she wasn't serious all the time. She could have let loose and have some fun. Her favorite color was purple. Kanika really wanted to be a nurse. That's what she really wanted to do with her career. And she worked two jobs while enrolling in nursing school after high school, which is not easy. Easy. Nope. No, not at all. Nope. And in 2017, Kanika was actually acting as a caregiver to her mother who had just had breast cancer and was undergoing treatment and had just recently undergone surgery, I believe due to an infection after a double mastectomy. So we're talking specifically about September 8th, 2017. Then, like I said, 19-year-old Kanika, she had told her mother she was going out with some friends that night. Either earlier that day or probably, or possibly the previous day, Teresa had undergone surgery. So she was just going to stay at home, relax and rest. So 
not a big deal. Kanika said she was going to go bowling and then a movie to celebrate her getting a job at a nursing home, which is like right in line with what she wanted to do with her career. Teresa said, that's absolutely fine. I'm just going to stay home. So Kanika borrowed her mother's car and Kanika and three of her friends left Kanika's home around 11 p.m. Now, I know we're like, we were all 19. Okay, I get it. We're going to go bowling and then a movie at 11 p.m. Midnight bowling. What? Midnight bowling happens. You're going to go to a movie at 3 a.m. in the morning at 3 a.m.? If you're not asleep in the chair at the bowling alley. For real. Like I would be. (laughs) Needless to say, they did not go bowling, nor to a movie. They went to a party. They would go to a party at the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel in Rosemont, Illinois. The party started around 1130. There was about 30 people at the party. And apparently it got a little rowdy. At least one noise complaint from the other hotel guests was raised. Whatever. They're having a good time. Not really sure what went on, but the hotel is about 30 minutes away from essentially where Kenny lived and they left with the car but security footage would later clock her and her friends entering the hotel via a side entrance around 1 13 a.m so if they left the house at 11 like they really should have probably gotten there at 11 30 definitely roughly 1 13 is way later than that so mm-hmm. we don't really have any idea what happened prior to that but Kanika was driving like i said she was driving her mother's car her mother and the friend like everybody knew that her mother did not let anybody else drive the car none of the friends were allowed to drive the car because right not going to be on her, you know, covered by the insurance. And Teresa was a stickler for that. It was only going to be Kanika driving. So they go to the party, which was in um, room 926 on the ninth floor of the hotel, which is this like a huge hotel. There's like three restaurants. It's huge. Conference rooms, all that stuff. And the room that the party was held in was reserved and or paid for with a stolen credit card. It says stolen, but then some people just say that they had unauthorized use. Like right. maybe it was like, a you know, a 19 year old 20 year old his parents their car parents card right That's, i get that vibe too that, that it was like parents, stolen. it is it's still, still stolen stolen yes but like yeah. disputed it but they said probably my kid took it when you first hear stolen credit card we deal with so many like crazy stories you immediately think like maybe yeah. something more nefarious than that but it was probably mm-hmm. just their parents card so one of kanika's friends had either previously worked at this hotel or still was employed there so this friend was very familiar with the hotel but Kanika herself was not. They go to the party, the party, like everyone's in there having a good time. They disabled the smoke detector because there was some underage drinking going on. There was some marijuana being smoked, maybe some other drugs. They're having, they're having fun. They're all, you know, 19 mm-hmm. years old. So most of the partygoers essentially knew each other. It was a birthday party for one of Kanika's friends, Irene, but there were a few guys in attendance that Kanika and her three immediate friends who drove with her didn't necessarily know. There having a good time essentially but at some point it seems that like something takes a turn and they're not really having a good time and we don't really know why per se but an acquaintance later stated that when they arrived at the party uh, Kanika was already there she at that point had already appeared to be swaying back and forth as she embraced this friend with a hug and then several other witnesses stated that they did see her drink some alcohol some cognac like maybe I, like why that I don't, like why I think it's Hennessy. Um, also gross, but okay. So several witnesses saw her drinking, but did not see her partake in any marijuana or any other drugs that may have been lying around. But another witness later would state that they sh- they saw that Kanika like really wasn't acting like her usual self. She was no like normally like a very happy, bubbly person. Again, like smart and responsible, and like was always kind of like being the logical one of the group. But 
still, again, having a goofy side and being fun to be around. They said that they did see her like dancing around a little bit, but later appeared to just sit down and kind of look sad in the corner. And we don't really know why. Irene and a couple other friends would share some live videos on Snapchat and Facebook Live during the party. And there is a lot of drama related to this. There's a lot of speculation. But in the videos, it is said that you can see Kanika and her three friends. And it certainly seems like they were not really having the greatest time. No. Like at all. Others did state that the otherwise unknown males to Kanika and her friends were possibly aggressively flirting with the girls, even after they already told them to back off and were not interested, but they wouldn't take no for an answer. All of this, we don't really know. Like none of this. It's right. speculation. speculation. It's, all it's a lot of speculation. speculation. It also ain't good. And I tend to think where there's smoke, there's fire. Like it's not going to come out of absolutely nowhere. Right. Like, but I, I mean, there can be rumors that right yeah absolutely according to true crime garage when i listened to their two-part series so good so good so good i I mean they're always good but it was a really good two Mm -hmm. episodes they had shared some information about the live videos and one girl who they believe was irene says to another girl oh i'm gonna give that girl this drink and that girl seemingly means kanika because then she walks over toward kanika and it just seems kind of suspicious she's not like going to say I'm gonna go give Kanika this nice drink maybe there's an ulterior motive to her doing so whether the drink is spiked or not we have no idea whether she's just being passive aggressive or something no idea another time it seems that a girl tells Irene quote they're in there raping that girl and Irene responds with I told you now we don't know if they're necessarily 100% speaking of Kanika or if that's even what's happening but again like if any of this is accurate at all it is not a good party to be at right now Mm -hmm. like it does not seem to be given good vibes whatsoever there's also some speculation about them saying they're in there vaping with that girl sure and talking about Kanika so again nobody saw her smoking pot but there may be some sort of subtle reference to they're in a different room getting stoned out of out of the public eye not in front, like not in front of everybody. And we don't know really what's going on in that room. Right. Right. Really. Then there was a part where you could possibly see Kanika in the reflection of Irene's sunglasses that she was wearing inside at night. It's that kind of party. That kind of party. Oh, it's that kind of party for sure. Again, we don't really know like what bearing that has. If it's 100% Kanika, it seems to be just by like what she's wearing, like the ripped jeans and the jean jacket. It seems that it was her, but we don't know for sure. Either way, Irene would later give an hour-long interview to the media about this party. And according to Irene, at some point, they were all leaving the hotel, her and her three friends, with Kanika, and Kanika was visibly, notably drunk at the time. Very drunk. Then it is speculated that you might hear what sounds like Kanika saying in the background, help me, and moaning. But at the time, the music is kind of starting and stopping. They're like, you know, they're trying to do music on their phone. It's like buffering with like the stereo, whatever they're trying to do. And it's not really... It's not really so easy to determine if that's exactly what is being said and if it's Kanika saying it. Then there's another speculation that one of Kanika's friends, Monifa, she had gone on Facebook Live and said something about daring the partygoers to go into a freezer at the hotel and then go on Facebook Live while inside the freezer. Why? For why? If that's true, why is that? Why is that a fun dare? I I think it all ties into 
this friend who knows yes. the layout of the hotel. Exactly. Is that a, is that really fun? Is that a fun thing to do? Uh, no. I, let me tell you what. No, they're, these someone... are bad fucking friends, dude. Right. They're not good right. friends. They're not. The vibes are just, none of the vibes yeah, are, bad are vibes. good. Already red flags. Like in general, you're at a party. Why are you sitting down in the corner not looking like you're having a good time? Like, did you want to be there in the first place? And while it seems that Kamika, you know, obviously knew people, she knew Irene, she knew the friends that came with her. It doesn't, it wasn't said like they were the best of friends. No. She knew them. No, this isn't a situation where you're there with your best friend. Exactly. You're there with friends, whatever that means. I don't even necessarily know the names of all of the three friends. This is, this is the problem. Is, this is exactly. ridiculous. It, I don't understand it. But we don't, yeah. we didn't even, we do know now, but we didn't at the time of our Lauren Smith Fields episode, we didn't know the name of the guy exactly. who called 911. Like there's yeah. something to not be in charge with the crime, not having to share your name, but it makes it very difficult to piece the story together. Regardless of whether we know the names or not, it just gives me the vibe that these are people that Kanika no, wouldn't necessarily normally hang out with on a Friday night. Exactly. These are not her true blues. Right. They're not know, her quinnies, true blues. Okay. Right. Right. These are exactly here for a because fun if time they were, friends. because guess That's what? It. If they were, you, they would never leave their friend alone. No. Ever. Like, no, are never, they just no matter what for a ride? That's what I did. They go pick somebody up in that and time. go out to Rosemont in that exactly. time. Yes. Yeah, they stopped right. at somebody else's house to pregame, and then things were already getting off to a bad start. Where else, what else could they have done in all that time? That's not just you stopping for gas and going. Yeah, and they did not you know go I mean? bowling. So. Exactly, there's no bowling. Teenagers lie to their parents all the time. It happens. It's totally normal. Maybe Kanika didn't normally lie to her mother, especially after what she just went through health wise. Definitely, it's you know what I mean? reason I think that you're you just saw your mom like essentially fighting for her life. Yeah, you know, so like she's and she's been nursing her and she wants to be a nurse yeah she doesn't want to stress her mom out at all she's right. not trying to stress her mom and out i can at understand all. that also being a point where like i just want to go to a party and blow off some steam yeah mm-hmm. and we did shit like this at our age too Most we really definitely. did you know we did, oh, we did this course. same kind of, of shit but it also just speaks to it's not the usual in kimika's life so she's at the party she's either having a good time or having an absolute crap time at this this point when she walks in to the hotel the footage it seems normal so she seems walking in sober and normal at 1 30 about 15 minutes later kanika does send a text to her sister which is the last that her family would ever hear from her via the text also seems to be with it it seems like a normal correspondence but it's really after that when her drinking possibly smoking vaping in the other room swaying while hugging her friend like that's when that all seemingly goes on so they're there until about three o'clock the girls decide to leave the party and this is where we have multiple stories about what happens but the overall general possibility of what may have happened is Kanika realizes that she has left her car keys and her cell phone back in the hotel room. Now, she didn't bring a purse, so at least there's no purse in the situation. She only brought her car keys and her cell phone. But if that's all you're bringing, how have you lost both of those objects? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. 
she's a responsible yeah, person. Yeah, she knows no, that so. she's the one having to drive her mother's car, not even her own. You know what no, I mean? No, she's either too impaired to know or, that she left them or this did not happen. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. But some sources claim the girls leave Kanika in the hotel lobby to go back to the room to get Kanika's cell phone and fo- cell phone and keys, while other sources state that they left her in the hallway on the ninth of floor the by room, the like elevator. Where, right. And went back into the room. And either way, they're leaving her. Either mm-hmm. way, they're leaving her completely <laughs> noticeably herself. impaired, alone at right. 3 a.m. in a hotel where she where has she no phone. No idea where she, she has is. no yeah. idea where she is. She can't get to anybody. She can't get in touch with anyone. She can't get anywhere. I don't care if you think she can't. She can't go anywhere. She can just, she'll just stay there. No, obviously not. You don't leave her alone. No. You don't, also, you don't need three friends to go back to said room to find no. her her car keys and her phone while no. leaving the one person whose belongings they belong to. Right. First it of should all, be, no. it would be two and two. Like if they were real friends. Exactly. You know like why I would mean? you need three like... people to look for something? No. So again, according to Kanika's friend Monifa, she at first stated that the girls left Kanika in the lobby, like we said. And she later then changes her story, stating that actually she and Kanika, the two of them, were walking in the hallway and Monifa thought that Kanika was right behind her. But then all of a sudden turned around and Kanika was just gone. She had no idea where she went. I did not realize that Kanika was a straight up drunk ninja. You'll see in the footage, she could literally not walk a straight line. And you're telling me that she just poofed silently and stealthily away from you. So you turned around and then you were not able to find her around yeah, the corner, bullshit. down the no. hall, nowhere else. We've seen this time and time again. Do your story changes that much? Red fucking flags, man. Yeah. Red yeah. Flags. Okay. You're dead oh. wrong. You're dead you, wrong. Dead fucking wrong, dude. You can change your story and add something you forgot mm-hmm. in an interview or something. Or and like, actually, now that like... I think about it, it was the purple pen, not the blue yeah, pen. Whatever. I mean, because you know? sometimes <laughs> like when witnesses retell their story to the cops, this was six weeks ago. And I confused that night with a different night that we had. But right. this is, that's not this situation. That's not this situation no. at all. So no. Don't buy any of it. Me neither. Well, good thing because there is absolutely no security footage corroborating either of those versions of the story. So where are the receipts, Monifa? Why would there not be camera? There's cameras in the hall. Okay, we'll get into the fucking cameras and where they are and where they are not and how annoying they are. But there are cameras in the hall, each hall of the hotel. They would have seen this happen. Either way, allegedly, the three friends leave her somewhere in the hotel to retrieve her car keys and phone. They leave her alone. And according to them, they are gone for about 10 to 20 minutes. I will refrain until the end. I will refrain. I will refrain. It's really tough. Camera footage that later surfaced does show Kanika staggering near the front desk at 3.20 a.m. Alone by herself. The friends are not on the camera. So she's just straight up missing. She walks away. She goes missing. Okay. And the friends are not with her. They do, however, get her phone and car keys and get into Kanika's mother's car and call Teresa. This is around 4.34 a.m. Allegedly, they did look for Kanika in that time frame because mind you this is from 320 to 434 this is over an hour later granted like I wouldn't necessarily want to immediately call my friend's sick mother who just had surgery at four in the morning it wouldn't be like my idea of a great time but 
you need to call people sooner rather than later when someone goes missing. Even if you're drunk off your off your head, I don't care. But according to them, they did search for her during that time and they finally decided to call Teresa at 4.34. They're calling her while they're in Teresa's own car without Kanika. And they're telling her that we lost Kanika. We don't know where she is. We left her in the lobby and now she's gone. We have her keys. And in the meanwhile, Teresa is talking to one, I don't know which friend she's speaking to. But one of the other friends in the background, she hears her say, I am tired of waiting for this girl. And Teresa goes, okay, well, how about you wait just like a little bit longer for my daughter and I'll try to get in touch with her too. Like what, what, what the actual fuck, dude? Like, the audacity. The audacity. I mean, granted, they all could very well be intoxicated still at this point. These are not friends caring for the, another person. No, they're no. not friends. They're not. They're not, they are not her friends. They're not her no, friends. they're not her friends. A Quinny would never. Never. No. Never. Ever. Are you kidding me? Okay. Our listener Quinnies who never fucking met us would never do this. Would <laughs> never leave <laughs> us like this. Literally. No. They'd never even be no. left alone. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's no. what I'm saying. So Teresa gets off the phone with a friend and calls Kanika's cell phone. And Kanika doesn't answer but one of the fucking friends does in the car they just yep. happen to forget to mention during the first conversation that they also, they also have, have the phone, phone. Yep. so she's missing somewhere in the middle of the night in this random hotel in chicago without her keys yep. oh and also without a way to contact anybody also the friend answers the phone oh and i'll i'll try to get in contact with her and you think that's the point where you go, oh, well, I'm sorry, Mrs. Jenkins, but... but you can't call her because her phone is in the car with us. We went back to the hotel room to get her phone and Kanika her keys. is missing and we can't get a hold of her. It's sketch as hell, Quinnies. It's, it's so, so sketch. sketch. It's so sketchy. So Teresa was worried to begin with, but now she's really fucking worried. So she says, all right, fine. You're going to drive my car back to my house and then I'm going to drive the car back to the hotel to look for my daughter. Thank you for literally nothing. While she's waiting for them, she does call the police to see what they say. She tells them the situation. And I heard this phone This call. is where I start to get pissed too. And this is where I start to get real pissed. Teresa tells the police what's going on. My 19-year-old daughter, she's at the hotel. She's missing. Her friends can't find her. Her friends have the keys and the phone. And she also was likely drinking, according to the friends. And she says, like, one cup of alcohol is too much for her. She's my daughter. Like, we can't handle our liquor anything more than that she's gonna be really in, a, in rough shape and she says like kanika is not the type of girl to disappear and wander off so, like this is definitely unusual the guy he says well she is technically an adult she's only been missing for a little while have some patience like maybe just wait a little bit longer he says what i would recommend is just go home relax a little bit give it some time for all we know she could very well still be in the room she could just be passed out you know how it is. You're drinking the night before. You get, you know what I mean. Well, he's not necessarily wrong. It just isn't. It's not great. When the mother is calling and she can't find her child, take action. Take like action. that's. I don't care if it's they're an just, adult. It's like, just take action and stop it with the waiting thing. The whole, this whole waiting thing that they do with missing persons is like really ass backwards. It is. is. I mean, hell, they did it for Kendrick and he wasn't even a legal adult yet. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and 
it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I really like this 911 operator yes. as a person. Yeah. The, because of the length of the call, because of like the way that it, the way that they uh, play the whole thing out and you kind of hear like, he's clearly sympathetic to the fact that she just had surgery. He's playing at your daughter's missing, but maybe she's 19 and got drunk at a party and passed out. I have this woman like wandering around essentially post-op. Right. Looking for this person. I don't want that person. liability either. Exactly. So I feel like what he's doing is being like, you're not the person who's going to to look for her mm. because you can't look for her. Mm-hmm. Like you need to go home and then you need to let the police take over, but it's not, that's not what is actually said. Exactly. Yeah. So that's like, not what he's saying. And it's also not what a mother's going to do either. It's no, not, it's no. not, but I understand. I totally understand what you're saying, Joss. And I, and listening, you know, he's not immediately dismissing her in a negative way. The way that their conversation goes, like it does seem to be a respectful mm-hmm. back and forth. And I, it gives me even more like respect for Teresa. Like she's obviously very worried, but she's very, she's very calm, um, but she doesn't have to be like, she doesn't no. need to be that. You no, know because I mean? like, she, she immediately doesn't. knows like this no, is not normal. Know, exactly. And you know what I don't like? Do you know my least favorite part of it is of all is when she's saying that these girls aren't telling the truth like these exactly. girls are she not says being honest away. yeah she they knows. are not being honest because she yes. absolutely knows it's something ain't clean in the milk with that quinnies it ain't and then she and the very i believe at the end of the conversation she's like okay so fine i'll wait a, i can wait a little bit which she doesn't but i can but when then would you suggest i call the police officially to report her as missing and he says like wait a few hours and she's like okay well should i be contacting chicago police because that's where we're from or should i be contacting you all again because we're in rosemont technically and he says well okay how about you could try calling chicago and you know they might direct it back to us because that's where it happened but like you live in chicago and i get that but i also just because of how much we've dealt with like the pushing off of the responsibility i yep. just don't love it i don't like no. it no it'll it'll be fine it's yeah. it's gonna be fine but if it was a white girl there'd be there'd be cops from both of the there'd be chicago cops and there'd be exactly rosemont yeah yep. they'd both be there yep and i think exactly. it really speaks to a whole theme of this case is is that she, we all know, we've all, we all we watch the news or at least catch some things about what's going on in the world. Or maybe some of us are from Chicago it is a very segregated city. And yes. there are areas where people live that are, that, come with an expectation of who you are and how you live. And she was in the wrong part of town. Mm. This was a very, uh, this is Rosemont is nice. There is an, it's a not like, it's a, it's a very nice hotel. It's a very nice hotel. It's a very nice area. It's right out by the airport. It's like a bigger, broader suburb than inner Chicago where Unica is from. They are saying like, you have to go back to your police department because you're not from here. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. From the beginning. And I don't like that. I don't like that. Because I feel like they're immediately like, well, what was she doing out here anyway? She doesn't belong out here. At a party, drinking underage. Yeah. Yeah. And now now she's too drunk. Oh, and now you're causing a problem in our jurisdiction no you need to go back to your yeah yeah Yeah, and this is just a crazy mom being a crazy mom 
And yep. Exactly. Yep. It is. It's, it's really messed up. She does also ask the dispatcher, Hey, can you come to the hotel with me or meet me at the hotel to try to get the security footage? And like, maybe we can at least see if, and when, where she left. The dispatcher says, I mean, we could, but it'll take hours to get and hours to look through. So you might as well just wait a little bit to see if she shows up. And now Joss, I understand. Yeah, no, I know. It's still not good advice. It's not. It's still not good advice. I feel like he has good intentions, but it's still not good advice. Right. Exactly. And these are all hours that go by that she could have been fucking saved. She could have been alive this whole time. Would it have been a waste of time and resources if they went that route and then Kanika just shows up in a couple hours? It's crazy because what he's saying is wait a few hours because it's going to take too long to start and do the whole process if it's going to take that long why wouldn't you not want to start the damn process right now mm-hmm. if exactly. it's going to already take that long start exactly. it now so we can get ahead of the game not- exactly so they oh. are going to have to get a search warrant sure. for those tapes unless they go to the crown plaza and say hey this is the situation right would you please be able to help us out and let us take a look at your cameras but as we're going to find out this hotel is not particularly interested in helping anybody out no or doing any anything in any way at all operating what they do want to know they just want to take anyone's old credit card whether it's unauthorized or stolen or not and they want to get the money they got a 19 year old completely intoxicated 320 in the morning falling all over the front desk and what do they do oh nothing nobody sits her down in a chair and gives her some water no and it's like is there someone i can call like nothing get a friend anything so you could so but but for these tapes you could send somebody and say could you help us out here exactly and then even then they don't even know if they get all of them or if they get I them know. properly i know yeah. it just sucks it does it suck it completely sucks it all sucks yeah well, teresa gets the hotel around 5 30 essentially Kanika has already been missing for th- for two hours. Again, she doesn't have her phone or keys or anything, and she's still very much missing, and no one has seen or heard from her still. So Teresa gets there. She's talking to hotel management. They're not helpful whatsoever. So she proceeds to go and knock on as many guest doors as she can from the top floor to the bottom. I love this. I love this too. Until a hotel employee calls 911 to complain. Uh, uh, oh. Okay. Okay. First question for that hotel employee. Okay. First question number one. How fucking dare you? Do you have children? Do you have children? Are you a human being? Do you have you ever been around a child in your life? Have you ever? Do you have a soul? This this is a woman who is very obviously recovering from surgery. Yeah. Like very obviously and desperate. Knock on the doors, lady. Like do what you got to do. Like I'm not. And even if your manager told you to call, go call nine one one. I don't know. Hold the phone up to your ear and be like, like, "Hi, nine one one. There's something. Whatever." Meanwhile, it's like like the movie times are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fake it. I don't like, even care. It, I would just be like, no, oh yeah, oh, they're on their way. You know what I mean? And like, I just, come on. Like, are you kidding me? She's clearly, if the, if it's at the point where she is knocking on random people's doors, yeah. this is panic. This it, is it absolute is. panic. She it, knows it's, it's not it right. It is panic, but it's also, well, no one else is fucking helping me. So I'm right. going to do it my damn self. Do it myself. And yeah. nobody should have to And do I'd that. be doing the d- same motherfucking thing. Of course. Thing. Yep. I'd be searching but every damn be place. help. So Teresa's there. She's trying to find her daughter. Meanwhile, hotel management have refused to let Teresa look over any of the video footage like she just wants to see like can you show me something 
where she may have left the hotel, anything. They say, absolutely not. We can only provide access once Kanika is officially reported as missing to the police. And that sucks because if it were up to Teresa, she already would have been officially reported. That already happened. Already. As far as she's concerned, that already happened. I already tried. I couldn't do it. There's no sign of Kanika. Teresa does call police and officially report her as missing just a few hours later after her initial phone call. Police subsequently do let hotel management know of the missing report at 1.15 p.m. that Saturday. So this is almost 12 hours after Kanika has last been seen. The hotel and the surrounding area is checked. No sign of Kanika. Video footage is finally given to the authorities from all 47 cameras. Um, But the initial check of the camera footage that focused on the entrances and exits to the hotel turned out nothing. But at 10 p.m., police do spot footage of Kanika stumbling throughout the hotel. This is around that 320 mark that we said earlier. So the family then returns to the hotel about 6 p.m. because they had left at this point and let the authorities search. Again, they're knocking on the doors of guests trying to find some witnesses. They do finally find the footage of her staggering through the hotel at 320 and then a second search ensues at this point yeah and i don't like that footage at all none of the it footage does not good. make me feel none good it. it gives no, me my really God. bad she looks awful it awful. gives me really she looks bad awful. feelings she looks like so inebriated like we've it been around drunk feelings. people we've seen how a drunk person can act and it's not it's definitely within the realm of of being super intoxicated, but yeah, but it was like, other things. Whether it's too. my bias of already else. knowing, yeah, whether it's my bias of already knowing the end result of this particular story or not, it just it is very unsettling to see. This is not just like a normal drunk person just kind of like stumbling a little bit. Like she is, she can't walk from one end to the hotel. She's just diagonally going through the hallways like a pinball back to the one wall, back to the other. She's like flopping over the staircase. Like she it, can't keep her head up. Exactly. At all. Yeah, she's exactly. like really head heavy. Yeah. Exactly. So during the second search, <sighs> when they would find Kanika's body, and it would be found in a walk-in freezer in an unused kitchen in the hotel, and she was pronounced dead at 12.48 a.m. on Sunday. She was found in the freezer lying face down on her side with one of her shoes off. Someone, I don't know who, one of the hotel, I don't know if it's one of the hotel employees or not but they are recorded as saying her body's in here and it she's frozen solid the absolute unsettling chill that that gives me is just yeah it's 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 fucked it is so fucked so the temperature of the freezer was checked and it was about 34 degrees Ooh. but it wasn't checked until about two hours after the doors had been left open so we don't actually know what the temperature was at the time of when her body was found okay so we don't have a temperature cool no we don't we have one two hours awesome. later the freezer itself is capable of getting to a temperature of eight degrees either way it was certainly colder than 34 degrees yeah because when you first hear that you're like oh that's not that cold so like i said this freezer is in an unused kitchen in the hotel but it was on and fully functioning and working because one of the other restaurants was used apparently using that freezer at the time allegedly allegedly. and so that's why the freezer was 
on. But there wasn't, the freezer wasn't Had even, nothing in it. Yeah. Exactly. It was not stocked. It was dirty. It was, yeah. there was garbage in there. Yeah. No, you can't tell me that that restaurant, the other restaurant was using it. There's no fucking way. But it is described as a walk-in freezer within a walk-in cooler. So that tells me that there are multiple doors to get through. Yeah. So you are walking in, you're in the kitchen. There's like probably a solid wall. Right. You open the door, you're in the walk-in, you keep going and you get to the freaking terrifying, weird ass little freezer back Mm -hmm. there. Exactly. The word you said terrifying is completely accurate because it's terrifying to begin with, but at the time the lights weren't even on in both the walk-in cooler and the walk-in freezer at the time that Kanika entered them. Absolutely not. As a former restaurant employee, I'm oh going to tell you God. every single time that I have ever gotten any, anything out of a walk-in, oh, either my God, foot worst. or my apron or whatever Cambro is on the ground is is in the doorway. I am yep. terrified of that Absolutely. door shutting. I would like make it be fully open. Yeah. Like, like don't I care. Even let, don't even care. No. Leaving it open yeah. hundred degree day. No. Don't care. The Absolutely door is staying not. open because Absolutely. I will not be shut in there. So and she's just going to crawl in a dark freezer yeah. and not no. even the dark cooler, but then go further into the dark cave and go into the dark freezer. Yeah. No, no, dude. it's not realistic you at can't all. Fucking tell me that the cameras are in play in this part of the story because we see Kanika in the hallway and we see Kanika in the kitchen, right? The cameras that are in the kitchen in the hallway, right. they are, they show her going, into they the show kitchen. her staggering yeah. around and they are motion detecting cameras, right? So they literally only have turned on because they've seen her moving throughout the frame. And True Crime Garage makes a really good point. With these types of cameras, like why can we not get five seconds tacked on prior and five seconds tacked on after? It's Nick, not good Nick enough. Is literally like, no, you can do that. Right. Because he get works the five in security. Sec- like well, you can get the five seconds. Yeah. He went to school for computer. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he, he and- he five, worked at a security firm. Like five right. seconds before, five seconds after. That's customary. How else are you supposed to pick up the motion? We see her arriving at the kitchen. We see her go through the empty kitchen, which again is weird because it almost seems like she has it in her head where she's going. Even yes. if she doesn't know where she's going per se, she's yes. definitely drunk. She's not yeah. just like, let's it's like she has, see where like I want to go. She has she's an idea. She's on like a mission. It's like she's kind. on a mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. It just seems that way for sure. And she goes through the empty kitchen. She rounds a corner toward where the freezer is. And the freezer or the walk-in cooler door is, of course, out of fucking the camera's sight. Because of course it was. Because of course we would never be able to see that part of the story. Of course not. This time, people, you don't have an excuse of, oh, well, dodgeball hit the fucking camera and moved it a year ago. We never moved it back. So of course we can't see where Kendrick died in the fucking match. You don't have that excuse. No, no, because it's just footage that's just gone. There's just no camera, allegedly. This is completely 100% on the hotel. Absolutely. Completely on the hotel. This is their bad. Why would you not have a camera there? If not, at the very least, at the very, very, very least, make sure to not catch employees going into the freezer and like doing something. Stealing shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Stealing product. Exactly. Like you're a corporation. Or spitting it or something. A camera. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? So according to the hotel's office, it says the cooler and the freezer were both outfitted with external handles that must be pulled to open. The inside of the freezer door was equipped with a circular release 
mechanism. And they say that the Rosemont police were told that the light inside of the freezer was not on when Kaniga's body was found. Again, like I said, the lights weren't on when she entered and the lights were not on when she was found in there. And the light switch is outside of the cooler door. So Kaniga's body is found. They tell Teresa. She's obviously devastated. And a few days later, October or almost a month later, October 6th, Rosemont police announces to the public that after their investigation, there have been no sign of foul play, but that they were still investigating Kanika's death. And they were specifically looking for two individuals that had checked into the hotel for the party that Kanika had attended. One of those two people that the police were searching for is a woman named Shaniqua Watkins, who was wanted by the police for theft or unauthorized use of a credit card and is being sought on four active arrest warrants. But police continued to identify other people who had attended the hotel room party and they would generate 127 related police reports. They conducted 44 interviews, 36 of whom were people who were inside that hotel room for the party. And there were a few remaining that they couldn't get a hold of who apparently were only known by their, quote, street names, and they were not able to be located. You're telling me that 36 people were in this were in this party and nobody fucking knows anything? Check the cameras. You're telling me that? I can't. So let's get into the video a little bit more in depth. So like we've already said, Kanika gets to the hotel. She seems perfectly sober. So even if they did pregame, whatever. She was still okay. She was was still still totally seemingly fine. And there's pictures and there's video of them in the elevator, Mm -hmm. um, like going up to the room or whatever. And Mm -hmm. exactly like you can tell that she's not like wasted yet. She's like still just normal Mm -hmm. herself. But two hours later, 3.20, she's seen on security footage footage stumbling out of an elevator, bumping into walls as she's walking down the hallway. She runs into a railing of a staircase. And then two minutes later is when she's seen entering the kitchen. Okay. And that's the last time that she is seen on camera whatsoever. And again, like I said, the hotel says there's absolutely no footage available of Kanika entering the hotel freezer. I think that there's video footage missing. I think there's video footage missing. Every single restaurant that I have ever worked in has a camera near the walk-in and freezer because they don't want you to steal product. Literally, you could just walk in there and take a case of whatever and no one see you do it. Like they, that's how they, like, like, like I've seen people be fired. I've seen people like be fought and be fired for stealing from there. Like it's a known thing. Two people going into the freezer and they're in there for a little while. And they're like doing it. And they both come out and they're looking a little disheveled. And then they're like, oh, you get called into the office. And then they're like, you guys just banged it out in the fucking walk-in. In the fucking walk-in. And that's Surrounded by the cool. ranch man. or come out cool. after you snuck a bottle of liquor in there right. took a couple shots in yep. there real or quick. some smoke was coming out like yep. you were smoking truly in there real quick because like, people, that's on. that's like the most obvious spot of well fine some. you don't want to train a camera on that walk-in that's absolutely fine but you better be damn sure that no one can get in there Exactly. It better be secured. It yeah. better be locked, closed. Like if you're yeah. not going to have a camera, exactly. that thing had Needs to, to have, have a been pin locked. pad, some shit yes, like something. what the fuck. <laughs> At this point, Kanika's family have gotten attorneys involved representing them. And they said that they're going to try to conduct their own investigation, maybe get a second autopsy, which we'll get into the first autopsy in a little bit. Because honestly, according to their attorneys, from what they've gotten from Kanika's family, the hotel never really checked 
looked anywhere. They never really searched for Kanika. They really never did a damn thing while she was just sitting in their freezer dying or dead. We know that the police said within the first 48 hours of this disappearance that they checked all of the surveillance camera that law enforcement did. And there right. were no, they were she was not seen exiting the building after she entered. So she's in there. Exactly. She's right. in there. Exactly. And they never looked. They do. Eventually. They were fucking each other in the walk. <laughs> they, <were, laughs> they knew there was no camera. So exactly. They <sighs> so they do eventually release six clips to the public and to the attorneys, however, of Kanika, the ones we've already really talked about. And we also do know that after Kanika is last seen on the kitchen camera the next pickup activity of those cameras is at 8 34 p.m when a person briefly enters the frame looks around and leaves so that is their quote-unquote search and according to the office again it states there is no evidence of another person in the vicinity of the kitchen with the decedent and there is no evidence of an altercation or interaction with another individual in the time immediately prior to demise. The Cook County Medical Examiner's <laughs> Office would determine that Kanika's cause of death was hypothermia due to exposure in the hotel's walk-in freezer. The report also notates alcohol intoxication and use of topiravate, a drug known for treating epilepsy and migraines, and these would be listed as contributing factors. But no date rape drugs were found during the toxicology tests. However, her blood alcohol level was a 0.112, which is right. higher than the legal limit of 0.08 for legally driving. And mixing it with that particular pill can make you really messed up. So Kanika's family state that she had not been prescribed. Right. The pyramid. Okay. But the level of the drug found in her system was within therapeutic range, which we don't really know exactly what that means. Normal dosage. Right. But like somebody, one mean... of her friends probably popped her a piece of it. But we don't like... really know when she could have taken it. Was she taking it on her own before she went to the party? Was she taking it during the time she left her right. house and got to the party? Or was she, did she get slipped it at the party. You and know what I mean? nobody really knows if she no. was prescribed that or not. You yeah, really don't know. state that she had because not, but when, we don't Yeah, know. but when you're 19 years old, sometimes you, you see a couple doctors that your family does not know that you're seeing. That's Absolutely true. correct. You know, like, so know all true. medical. And she was going for nursing. She knows, she knows, she could know very well more what she's doing. You know what I mean? Like she's, yep. she can be in charge of her own medical health regardless. Right. Okay. And she might not have maybe wasn't supposed to drink on the medicine so and you're she not probably you're not supposed up, to drink on it right no. and so she probably ended up having more than she probably even meant to you know what i mean she probably had instead of one drink she probably had two and it messed her right the hell up so according to webmd which is not the best website in the world but according to them because I, I you go on there you're gonna just you're gonna know you're dying yeah either way Doesn't every matter. single one of every us every single one and honestly every single prescription drug has terrible side effects Yep. regardless yes. but this one in specific says the side effects include tiredness drowsiness dizziness loss of coordination tingling of hands and feet loss of appetite bad taste in your mouth weight loss diarrhea mental problems such as confusion slowed mm. thinking troubled concentrating or paying attention mm. nervousness memory problems it can also just straight up impair your judgment and any alcohol or marijuana usage can worsen all of these right effects. So I was on it. I was yeah, prescribed topiramate for okay. for like most of my 20s. 
for migraines. Sure. My hair fell out and I did lose a bunch of weight and because I wasn't hungry like ever. Right. And I was like super like sh- hair trigger, yeah. irritable, like often, very often. And I was happy to get off of it, but I did not get headaches. Sure. So if she was getting headaches, you might ignore how shitty it is to be on the drug. Totally because you're not getting headaches and it's like revolutionary right. for a minute that like, right. you're not getting these headaches and it feels, right. feels great. And but it, I don't think much of it as a drug. But something else that the medical examiner found on the autopsy was mucosal erosions, which is a type of lesion in Kanika's stomach, which indicates that Kanika did suffer from hypothermia, as well as a random abrasion on her right ankle. They thought out of the realm of possibility that she did that to herself while stumbling around and like falling over the railing and whatever. Like, of course, like that makes sense. The autopsy does also show that her brain was swollen. That finding does not indicate a specific cause of death. But I don't see see that that's necessarily from a hypothermia no so what the fuck? they're saying we don't know what it's from the Rosemont police announced that the investigation was closed they determined it just to be an accidental death adding that there is quote no evidence that indicates any other conclusion did they do a rape kit not that i've seen anywhere they say so i read that they say that there was no evidence of sexual assault but does according that mean they to even a rape a kit, kit or according right. to this cop that according left the door to, open for they two looked hours. At right. it and they're like, eh, right. it's like it's not rape. There were police photographs Ugh. taken of her body in the freezer that were released to Teresa. And they're terrible. And they're, they're absolutely, absolutely terrible. fucking horrible. They don't give any answers. They're just giving you more questions. It doesn't make no Yeah, it just sense. more questions. It okay. does. Yeah, for sure. Especially after the Instagram shit mm-hmm. has got my mind blown. Okay, so the lawyers for Kanika's family state that Yes, Teresa did get the photos, but that the photos were, quote, graphic and disturbing images that inexplicably show portions of Kanika's body exposed and that the photos were of a personal, private, and indecent nature. That sounds more to me than just a dead body on the floor, which is going to be horrible anyway. But in the photos, they do show that Kanika is on her side. She's face down. She is still wearing her jeans and the jean jacket that is shown earlier in her surveillance videos. But the shirt under her jacket was pulled up, exposing her breasts. And another report that I read stated that her pants were also somewhat pulled down. But in the picture, they're still like on her. They're not like pulled down to her ankle. Yeah, but you can see her butt a little bit. You can see her butt, her underwear. underwear. So they do give a possible logical answer to this, stating that with hypothermia, there is a phenomenon known as paradoxical undressing, which I feel like we've talked about before. Yes, we have. Where people freezing to death remove their clothes because they feel like they're hot, but they're really freezing. Okay. And that theory could explain the removed clothes. No, 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 it doesn't. Why would the jean jacket not be off? And why would anything like, why would that not? Why is it just her boobs and and her one story sexual organs? Like that doesn't, no, doesn't explain it for me. A couple other doctors, one, including Dr. Oz, which like what is Dr. Oz, but he states like, that's not a thing. It's not really a thing. Yeah. Some people don't even believe it's real. They don't. But police chief Donald Stevens stated, our detective reported no signs of foul play throughout the whole investigation. There is no evidence that Ms. Jenkins was forced to drink alcohol or consume any narcotics while at the hotel. Okay. Okay. Who gives okay. a shit? Okay. Sure. Great. Fine. There's no evidence that she was forced to drink alcohol or consume narcotics. Fine. That's great. Okay. What we are talking about is a dead 
teenager. Right. So I don't really care if you don't found care. evidence that she was forced to be at that party. She was forced to have a drink with all the underage people right. who were drinking. And they don't she was know. forced to do the drugs. And they I don't, don't, know don't care. Yeah. You don't know if she, she could have drank it on her own or somebody could have been pushing well, drinks we on her. Care about we don't know. Why she's dead in the freezer and how right. nobody found her. Teresa obviously contests the police report that Kanika walked into her walked herself into the freezer and that it was an accidental death. She questions the validity of the police's conclusion of her daughter's death, stating that if Kanika was that drunk, she would have had a hard time opening the freezer door on her own to begin with. They are double steel doors. Right. Like she didn't and just, just pop like them you, open. Just like you said earlier, Quinny, not to mention why is she going to go in, no matter how drunk she is, she's not likely to go in a black hole black of her freezer. Exactly. Yep. What? No, it's creepy as hell. Doesn't make any exactly. sense. Unless she had it in her head, she needed to be there or she needed for to be there. So either way, Kanika's friends and family state like they were not given the assistance they needed right from the beginning, right from the beginning. Like, and if they had gotten that assistance that they required at the very start, that maybe that would have prevented this whole thing from occurring, possibly. But Teresa was just, it was just very angry, which is understandable. And she describes the hotel lack, the hotel workers lack of urgency in helping find her daughter as just, it's just appalling. Like Mm -hmm. they just were not, they did not care to help. They did not seem it was urgent whatsoever to help look for her. Many observers have since blamed the police and Kanika's friends because the shit is fucking dirty dirty dude it's dirty all over it's muddy and dirty it and filthy all over filthiest shit so the family of kanika jenkins they did file a lawsuit claiming that the crown plaza hotel and the employees at the hotel were responsible for her death Teresa would ask for 50 million dollars in compensation she would sue the hotel its security contractor and the restaurant that was renting space at the time. The lawsuit claims that hotel staff knew that Kanika was missing from the party that she was at for at least an hour before she entered the hotel freezer, the hotel restaurant's freezer. And it further claims that Kanika entered an area that was current, was at the time under construction and to begin with, should have been closed off from guests. Yep. You should not have been able to get there yep. no matter what. One of the attorneys said in a press conference that they believe that a hotel employee could have inadvertently locked her in the freezer. He says, through pure negligence, someone noticed that the doors in the kitchen were open. They locked them. They locked them like they should have been locked in the first place. They locked the freezer. And unfortunately, they locked Kanika into that freezer. That is very possible. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, Kanika, they did have a funeral for her. It was held at Chicago's House of Hope in September of 2017 with more than 1,000 people in attendance. And at the funeral, her loved ones all wear purple, which is her favorite color, or they wore tribute shirts that read justice for Kanika on it and she was placed in a purple coffin again because it was her favorite color really we don't know much about Kanika's life really I could hardly find anything about the person that she really was one of her nieces read a poem at the funeral and she said in the poem it was so cute it says quote every time I feel upset she makes me feel like a princess Nika was so funny she could make me cry she was really into fashion and she loved shoes she was like obsessed with shoes if you look at her um, old Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook pictures she always has like the freshest kicks on like so you could always tell that she just loved shoes and like fashion and she loved 
taking pictures. She was really into like taking pictures with her friends and Mm -hmm. she was all about the selfie, like a good selfie. I'm the worst selfie taker. Absolutely not. (laughs) I know. I like never take pictures. I like never take pictures anymore. It's crazy. A couple quick theories I'm going to touch on that we can get into more in final thoughts. One of the theories is that Kanika was helped or led into the freezer by possibly one of the unknown males at the party that they were one of the aggressively flirty ones or by a girlfriend that was maybe jealous or didn't like Kanika because there was some talk of like possible like passive aggressive bad blood at the party. Most definitely. Some believe that Kanika was set up by her so-called quote friends at the party to possibly be raped and for them to record it on Facebook Live. Another theory is that she was being set up or possibly just opportunity to get trafficked and it went wrong somehow. It is possible that it was just a complete hotel cover-up. Makes perfect sense. Maybe someone followed her into the freezer and we just can't or don't see that person on the camera because they either knew where the cameras were or we just don't have that footage or the footage was completely altered, which is what Quinny already touched upon a little bit. There is a theory that Kanika was specifically targeted and killed as revenge in relation to her brother, Joshua Martin, and two other men who were involved in the 2014 killing of a man named Corey Williams, who was shot to death. I don't know about that one. That seems like that's a lot to try to set up. Mm-hmm. You is. know what I mean? For it that is. to be a re- just a revenge killing. Like, why mm-hmm. would she have to go to this random party one night and be in the freezer? You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to revenge kill her, why would it be that? Yeah. And like, you know, the, the family, the, this family has been through enough. Let's not yeah. say that it's their fault. Exactly. somehow. Ugh. What do you think, Quince? I think it has something to do with the friends. I think that someone could have possibly gotten into the freezer from the other angle where the camera was not. Yeah. You can't rule it out. And that someone could have been in that fucking freezer waiting for her. The way that she is by the door is uh, strange to me. Yes. The whole shoe off thing gets me a little bit too because I don't like how the shoe was like strewn across the freezer away from her body because it makes Mm. me feel like it was like just kind of thrown that way yeah Mm -hmm. like almost as if the shoe wasn't on when she got put in there or was killed in there and that the shoe was off and then it somehow was like carried and just kind of kind of got tossed over there i also get the same kind of weird vibes watching that footage that's as when we covered the girl in the elevator in the hotel who they found in the it ended up finding her in the water tower i get frustrated with the whole oh look they're by themselves on camera Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, it, it means yeah. that there. Therefore, it means that it had to have been an accident. No, yeah. it, I, I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. I don't believe that somebody else wasn't there with Lamb. I don't believe that somebody else wasn't there with Jenkins. I just, exactly. I just don't. I really and don't. And Kendrick. And, Let's add Kendrick to the fucking and Kendrick, Kendrick to too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Those people that aren't your friends, like that aren't your true friends, like they're yeah. not going to tell the truth the truth is never going to come out it will never they're they're not those kind of people i totally agree with you quinny so when i was 19 i went to a party with love this very very good my uh, my ride or die best friend since we were 10 years old we got there uh people were playing beer pong one of the party guests that i knew 
that was one of the one of the guys who was throwing this party was like, let me get you girls a drink. And so brings bread solo cups of drinks. Oh, my God. Great. Cool. And there was like a big vat of like not jungle juice, but like basically essentially jungle juice. Um, I'm getting triggered. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah, seriously. And we were stone sober and we were late to the party. I mean, there were people have been drinking for quite a while. We we immediately partner up and start playing beer pong. And we smoked these guys, mm-hmm. right? Because they were bombed. They had already been drinking. So we're just sipping on these little like Kool-Aid type drinks this whole time. And they only hit one of our cups and we beat them. So Nikki drank the beer that was in the cup. So all I had was what was in that cup. After the beer pong game, which lasted maybe 10 minutes, I went to the bathroom and threw up. When I sat up from throwing up, my vision was blurred. I didn't know where I was. I was afraid. I felt I, I could not understand what was happening to me at all. So I leave the bathroom. Oh, Quinny, you, you uh, probably got roasted. So I leave the bathroom and I find Nikki, who was just I, I went to the bathroom. She went to smoke a cigarette. I find her and I'm like, something's not right. I'm not OK. And I throw up again right on the patio. And she's like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Put her shit down, you know, and get me out of there. So as we're leaving, we run into three of our friends, but you Quinnies know all of them. And And you just tell us like, (laughs) I I will tell you (laughs) offline. Yes, I will tell you. Run into the three of them. And I'm at the top of a flight of stairs with Nikki and they're coming up the stairs. And Nikki's okay after drinking it so far? uh, Nikki is fine. Nikki is, Nikki drank her Kool-Aid cup and the one beer that the one shot that they made yeah it was just three these three girls are coming up the stairs and i'm at the top and nikki's like listen we got to get out of here and this party was only the first stop on our evening of where of what we were gonna do these three girls are like hell no no these three (laughs) girls are like hell no i'm not leaving like fuck that we just got to the party like they're all dressed up and they're ready to do it and whatever Mm -hmm. and i throw up all (gasps) over the stairwell this is my third time throwing up i'm just standing there and nikki's like forget it we're out we're done that's it we we have to get her home so we all five of us walk outside and these girls their idea was Put Jocelyn in the backseat of the car, lock the doors, and go have our evening. (gasps) That was the plan that they all agreed upon and suggested. And Nikki, in no uncertain terms, was like, fuck you people. We're leaving Jocelyn. And she literally got me out of there. Got me back to her car. Okay. We sat in the car while I just threw up, threw up, threw up. Just on the side of the road. And she got me home. What the reason why I bring up this story, Quinnies, is because you know who your fucking friends are. Absolutely, you do. And yep. I think that that Kanika Jenkins yep. got trashed at this party, whether somebody gave her something, whether mm-hmm. she decided to smoke a little weed and got the spins. Yep. They all got annoyed mm-hmm. because their night was just getting started and they left her alone. It, it was they three left, in the morning. Like it was le- three in the morning. Where they, yeah. they told her, oh, we're all, oh, we're just going to leave. We're just mm-hmm. going to leave. Mm-hmm. And they got her all the way to the lobby and they left her. Absolutely. Or they or they pushed her out the elevator and went back up. And then she wandered around that hotel by herself, not knowing where she was, what she was doing. And I firmly believe that it's possible that either an employee, someone else staying at that hotel or someone who was at that party pursued her and she tried to find somewhere safe to hide. 
somewhere. That door never should have been unlocked. She Mm -hmm. never should have had access to that kitchen. She never should have been able to get to the freezer. She none of it, Mm -hmm. but she was looking for get, she was trying to to get away for something. That's the thing. That's what it is. Whether she specifically was looking for that freezer or I got to find a place to be exactly like I got to find a place. Like I said, in the, in the footage, she's not just meandering completely randomly in the kitchen. Okay. Everywhere else. You know, it's like, she has a mission. Like she's going some somewhere. I have to get out of here to go. Exactly. Someone's bothering me and I have to get out. I have to get myself out of here. Um, yeah, and I think she got lost a little bit. I too, totally right? think she got, I think she was wandering around there for God knows it's how It's a long. huge hotel. Yeah. Help me when she says, help me in the yeah. video. And you can hear her moaning or people think that that's what you can hear. And that I'm going to give this drink to that girl. Yeah, yeah. I think that honestly, they probably just spit in it. Probably. Yeah, exactly. And it was just straight up mean girl shit. And just because that's not evidence of her being date raped or her someone doing a malicious act, you know that on that night, they didn't give a fuck what happened to her. I also want to know what the black shit is on her fingernails. I also want to know what the dirt is on her. Why are jeans are dirty? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, also the freezer know, was dirty, but it's a lot. Yeah, but that's a lot dirty. It's but a lot. It's, her jeans are like really dirty. And yeah. she didn't and go outside. I also don't like According to the picture I saw on Instagram of her with a different jacket at the party. Did you see that? That she has okay. a different jacket on. Yes. And you, yes. Can, you can fucking visibly tell that it's a different jacket. So <sighs> why does she have a different jacket on in the freezer? A different type of jean jacket or totally different, different type of no. jean jacket. The one that she has on in the party has a huge rip in the huh. back center of it. Like the whole center of it. It's almost like as if it was like cut out and there's like a patch on it okay. almost. And then this one that she's in, in the freezer, there's nothing on the back. Like the back is just totally not frayed. It's totally normal. And someone talking about her fashion, someone made the point that the jacket that you see in her picture, in the picture at the party matches the jeans. Yes. That's the one that she would have worn. Right. But right. this jacket does not. Doesn't match. It's different denim. It's like a dark blue denim and the jeans are like more yes. faded. Right? Now that yeah. could mean a million things. She was sure. try- she was right. she was inebriated took somebody else's jacket or right. she was, you know, it could, but it's right. It's, it's not accounted fucking, for. Exactly. It's not investigated. Exactly. It's fucking outrageous. Why are her boobs out? Yeah. Yes, she yes. did have like a bikini top bathing suit. So I get it. Her. Like maybe. Okay. No. But if she no. just fell, her tits no. aren't going to come out like no. that. No. Her like there had to be. No. No. There, you, there has to be more force going on for her boobs to come out like yep. that. Totally agree. And if it's that bullshit paradoxical hypothermia, the jacket would have been off the shirt you know what I mean the pants like would have been off not just like slightly pulled up just to expose and the cut on the foot and the cut on the foot I know that it's small I know it's not major but if you look closely at the pictures there is blood on the ground from the cut next to her foot Mm-hmm. And that is also so it's just so it's weird to good. me. While I don't necessarily think like someone led her there and like killed her in the freezer per se. It's just too coincidental that like her and like Elisa Lamb or whatever. There's no way that in their inebriated or otherwise not all their state state just happen upon the most random fucking weird place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then time. die. Of course, like... the only places where there are not cameras. 
And it's negligence. It's straight up negligence. It's that they did not lock that kitchen. That little tidbit of Monifa stating that she dared people to go into the freezer or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, she has it in her mind to go to the freezer. Maybe people are there. She can get, find someone because they're trying to go to the freezer. Or maybe if I prove myself to be cool and go to the freezer, right. I'll be in with them and they Mm -hmm. won't be mean girls to me. Okay. And then maybe someone saw either she, and then she accidentally died, which I don't necessarily agree or Someone was there and slammed the door behind her and yep. just left her there. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yep. Also, just stop doing shit halfway, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Just stop doing Have it. rigorous standards. Lock the like... fucking doors. And if her brain was swelling, Quinnies, yeah, if her fucking brain was swelling, that means that they could have hit her on the head, mm-hmm. knocked her out, and she was still alive. Therefore, mm-hmm. the autopsy would still show that she died of hypothermia, right. even though that actually someone had actually fucking hit her on the head. I don't think people understand. They're like, oh, well, she wasn't date raped. So it's like, dude, have you ever like had five beers and then smoked a little bit of weed? Like you get the spins in a oh, second. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, are yeah. like, whoa, like I don't Hold feel on. like. Yeah, no, like you have to you know? immediately lay down, let alone walk around a whole fucking nine story hotel trying to figure out where you're supposed to go, where exactly. the people that you're with are, where are my keys, where's my phone? Fo- like, why was she upset at the party? Yeah, because they didn't like her in, in those uncertain terms they told her. Exactly. You're not cool, Kanika. You don't have, like, you won't even let someone else drive your mom's car. Like mm-hmm. you're not. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think that they were. I think they, they were mean girls. And they were mean. They girls. were mean girls. Yeah, yep. absolutely. They, I believe they really it. were. It's a tragic Don't story. Ever leave your people by themselves ever you're drinking we all also have that friend too we all also have that friend that every once in a while they have a couple too many (laughs) and they're and and they're obnoxious yes Yes. and they're fucking obnoxious and you can't and you can't stand them you want to get away from them you don't leave them alone nope no matter whether they did it on purpose or they just did it because they couldn't stand her they were negligent Yes. They're at fault in some capacity. Yes. Yeah. You don't Absolutely do that to not. people. Listen to Straight Up Evil.